0: Hello, I'm Rabbi Stewart, and this is Your Jewish Connection. And uh, here every week at Your Jewish Connection, we want to connect you with the Jewishness of Jesus, the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. We want to connect you to the land of Israel, and we want to give you some practical teachings to help you in your everyday life. You know, today on Your Jewish Connection, we will continue our discussion of the Jewish Feast of Hanukkah. And we want to take a look at the relationship between Hanukkah and Christmas. Stay tuned to find out more. Welcome to Your Jewish Connection with Rabbi Stewart. Connecting you to the Jewish identity of Jesus and the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. Here now, Rabbi Stewart Winograd. Last week, we talked about the history and some significant aspects of Hanukkah. We noted that Jesus celebrated Hanukkah in Jerusalem in the temple. And uh, I stated that from my point of view, the greatest miracle of Hanukkah was that God once again preserved the Jewish people against all odds. And by the way, if you missed last week's uh, episode, You can listen to that on your preferred podcast platform, or you can go to our website, Reach Initiative International. The website is reachii.org, and you can catch both the audio and video archives right on reachii.org. Today I want to share with you a couple aspects of how Jewish people actually celebrate Hanukkah. Kids love to play dreidel. And where did this dreidel come from? What's going on with the dreidel? Dreidel is kind of a top, and it has four letters on it. And the letters are uh, uh, actually uh, remind us that a great miracle happened there. They stand for Nes Gadol Hayash Sham in Hebrew. A great miracle happened there. And so the kids spin the top, and uh, they have this chocolate kind of, Money, or we call it Geld in Yiddish, and they have this chocolate Geld. And when they get one letter, they get nothing. When they get another letter, they got to give in something. And when they get another letter, they get uh, half. And when they get another letter, they get all. And so, where did this originate? Well, the story is told that uh, under Antiochus, who was trying to wipe out all study of the Jewish scriptures, when uh, the Jewish people would be studying the scriptures, and they would be warned that Antiochus soldiers would be coming. They would quickly hide the scriptures, and they would be playing with this dreidel. And so that's where the tradition came from. I got to tell you, my children and grandchildren love to play, and they just love even more to eat all of that chocolate, and then their parents go crazy. Uh, but you know that's the way it goes. It is also interesting that during Hanukkah, there is a Jewish tradition related to the lighting of the eight candles, and it is a tradition that is very revealing spiritually. You see, it's a uh, nine-candle menorah, and there's one candle that's different from all the others and above. So you have eight candles, one for each day of Hanukkah, and then you have the ninth candle, You see, this ninth candle is a very special one. It's called the shamish, which means the servant, shamish, servant. And this shamish candle leaves its special position above the other candles to come down and to give light to the other ones that are not yet lit. So the shamish has brought light, is the candle that brings light to the other candles. And then this candle takes its place once again above the others. Now, what does this sound like to you? We know, although it's unbeknownst to most Jewish people, but we as followers of Messiah Yeshua, Jewish followers of Yeshua, we know that this whole Hanukkah scene of lighting the candles is played out perfectly by Messiah, Yeshua, and his followers. It's an amazing picture. You'll remember that Yeshua said in John chapter 8, verse 12, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me will no longer walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And Yeshua said these interesting words to his followers, and it's recorded in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. He said, you are the light of the world. Now, of course, you and I, we are not the light of the world. We have no light within ourselves, so to speak. But when Yeshua, when we, are, when we embrace his amazing love and his sacrifice for us, and we are born again into the kingdom of God, his life, his light dwells in us, and then through us, he shines, and we become the light of the world. Doesn't that sound just like the picture of the Hanukkah candles? It's an amazing spiritual picture, and I believe that more and more Jewish people are going to get revelation during Hanukkah about this amazing reality that the Messiah has come. He's the light of the world. He's the light of the Jewish people, and he wants to give light to each and every one of us, light and new life. Yeshua's light is what lights us up, just like the shamash, the servant candle, gives light to the other candles on You know, the same God who has kept his word and faithfully delivered the Jewish people from being annihilated by their enemies throughout the centuries is the same God who kept his word, the word recorded in the Tanakh, the Old Testament, many prophets spoke of it. He kept his word and he sent a Messiah, a Savior for the people of Israel and for the people of every nation under heaven. His promise to send a Messiah and Savior is in many passages in the Tanakh or Old Testament, but I want to read from Isaiah, start here, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 and 6, and then verses 6 and 7. Listen to this. The people walking in darkness will see a great light. Upon those dwelling in the land of the shadow of death, Light will shine. Wow. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever, for the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isn't this awesome? It tells us in the Tanakh, Old Testament, hundreds of years before Yeshua was born, it describes him as the one bringing light, a child born who will have government on his shoulders, be the mighty God in the flesh, the Prince of Peace. And man, only Yeshua has fulfilled this prophecy and so many others in the Tanakh, the Old Testament. Here's another one, Isaiah 49, 6. The Lord says, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore only the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth you know Yeshua first came to restore the Jewish people and even though the Jewish leaders rejected him tens of thousands of simple Jewish people followed him and some of the Jewish leaders also came along But God wanted to not only restore the Jewish people, but to bring his salvation to the ends of the earth. And that's what this Jewish Messiah, the Savior of all, has done. And so, moving right along here, I want to read a scripture from Colossians, which I just love. It's verses 12 through 17, and it just encourages us for who Yeshua is and who we are in him and what he's done for us. Giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The son, this is Yeshua, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Now listen to this. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, all things have been created through him and for him, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Oh my goodness, isn't this amazing? Praise God. This is really where Hanukkah and Christmas find their relationship. I'm going to explain this when we come back right after the break. Stay tuned. When I speak of the relationship of Hanukkah and Christmas, I am not referring to Hanukkah being the Jewish Christmas, nor am I referring to Christmas being the Christian Hanukkah. I'm not talking about the traditional side of Hanukkah where we have presents, candles, dreidels, and greasy food like latkes, that remind us of the oil in the temple, nor am I talking about the traditional side of Christmas with Santa, reindeer, presents, trees, and Christmas carols. I'm not talking about the questionable aspects of the miracle of the oil on Hanukkah, because some people wonder if this was just a legend. And, uh, I'm also not talking about the questionable aspects of having Santa in the center of Christmas or celebrating Jesus' birth at a time when he most likely was not born. Or even worse, I'm not talking about when Hanukkah and Christmas become very materialistic centered celebrations and God is pushed to the back seat. What I'm talking about when I'm speaking about the relationship of Hanukkah and Christmas, I'm talking about the best side of both of these celebrations, the most important aspect of both Hanukkah and Christmas. You see, both Hanukkah and Christmas, in the deepest sense, are celebrations in which we are celebrating the faithfulness of Of God to his word. You see, our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the God of heaven and earth, he is the Almighty who always keeps his word and always does what he promises. Hallelujah! What an anchor for our lives. The never failing love of God and his never-failing word and all the promises in his word. You see, Hanukkah and Christmas are all about Yeshua because Yeshua has been around since the beginning. We read that all things were made by him and through him and he sustains all life And he was the one who was helping the Jewish people when God set the Jewish people through uh, to get free from slavery in Egypt and doing miracles in the wilderness. He's the one who helped the Jewish people in a mighty miraculous uh, victory over the uh, uh, evil work of Antiochus and the Syrian army. Yeshua So Christmas and Hanukkah are really all about the faithfulness of God. They are all about Jesus, Yeshua. And as we celebrate, I want to encourage you. You know, we live uh, in North America in a land of abundance. Most of the people in this world cannot imagine the abundance that we have I often like to say, you know, most of us have a room in our house that we don't use. It's called a guest room. And many of us have a room in our house that is the home to our car. It's called a garage. But I've been with people in India who live in a Small, one-room mud hut the size of many many of our walk-in closets. And uh, a family of three to five will live in this little space. I remember when I first moved to Belarus with my wife and four children in 1995. My first interpreter, Asia, she was living with a number of generations. Her mom her brother, his children, and her children. And she had one room in a small apartment. And do you know how Asya and her children slept? Well, they had the bed up against one wall, and in front of the bed there were three chairs, and they each put their heads on a pillow on the bed, and their feet were on the chairs in front of the bed. So, folks, I know we all have troubles and there are poor people in North America, but we must admit that we live in a land of great prosperity and abundance. And so I want to encourage you don't get lost in the materialism of celebrating Hanukkah and Christmas. We need to make sure that we put Yeshua, Him, His teachings, His ways in the center of our celebrations. And I want to also encourage you to remember the poor and those that are less fortunate. One of the pillars of Reach Initiative International is to serve the impoverished and those that are in need. And this is very scriptural. I'm so proud of our young people in our four congregations in Belarus, where teens and young adults during this holiday season will take time to bring gifts and to pray for and encourage orphans and children that are suffering in hospitals. What a great example for all of us. We have always encouraged our children, and now our children who have children, our grandchildren, to sacrifice some of the presents and give to the poor. You know, we have to admit, most kids that live in middle class and and higher income than that families are drowning in presents and toys. You know, too much of a good thing is not good. And so we need to teach our children And grandchildren, if you have them, to give one gift, we need to give them one gift above all. We need to give our children and grandchildren the gift of giving. We need to model that for them, and we need to be teaching them to give. Not just things, which is good, but giving their time and their heart to serve those that are less fortunate. As we enter into the new year, let's meditate on this and put into practice these verses of Scripture that encourage us. You know, Hanukkah also has another symbolism. It is to rededicate not only the temple of God made of stone, but we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us, and we should rededicate our temples to following Yeshua and following his example, including being a light in the dark world and bringing light and serving people who are less fortunate. Proverbs 19.17 tells us this, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. God honors those who, Reach out to the poor. We are as outstretched arms to those that are impoverished and in need. Here's a scripture that really moves me: Matthew 25:30 through through 40. Let's remember these as we we celebrate and as we move into the new year. Then the king will say to those on his right, "Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world." For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you invited me in. I needed clothes and you closed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger invite you in needing clothes and clothes you when clothed you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? And the king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these, brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. And Acts 20.35 says, and Paul spoke to, to the believers. He said, in everything I did, I showed you that this kind of, by this kind of hard work we must help the weak. Remembering the words of our Lord Messiah Yeshua Himself, that it is more blessed to give than receive. I have discovered in my life that it is indeed more blessed to give than receive. You know, it's nice to receive gifts and it's nice to receive service, but it is even more blessed, blessed to give than receive. And I want to invite you to not only make efforts in your own community, but to join us in serving the poor and less fortunate around the world. To bless orphans, children battling cancer, and poor Jewish people in Israel and other nations. Pray with us. Support us with your prayers. And if the Lord moves you, we cannot do what we do without generous financial partners. If you want to help us to serve the impoverished and less fortunate Jewish people, and, and people from all nations. We have a matching gift until December 31st, which means that for every dollar you give, it will be doubled, doubling the impact to transform lives. Please consider going to our website, reachii.org, and being as generous as you can to help us bless Jewish people and impoverished people with the love and light and practical help of Messiah Yeshua. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. May 2020 be a year just overflowing with the blessings of Yeshua as you make a priority in your life, walking intimately with him, trusting and obeying him, and following the leading of his ruach kodesh holy spirit look forward to being you with you next week be blessed